0: There's something loose between my legs, apart from the obvious. Yeah. I'd be
1: proud. hey, hey, hey,
0: hey! I can't account for the sign
1: of the dead.
2: I can't leave the car behind. no, it's on my ass.
1: All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Zero to F1 podcast, the show that takes you from the starting grid to the checkered flag of Formula One racing. I'm Ricky, joined by my friends Nick and Ben. We're not experts, we're not insiders, we're just passionate fans. Two years in for me, one for Nick, and totally new for Ben. We're here to explore this incredible sport, break it down, and bring you along for the ride. So whether you're a seasoned fan or just getting started, strap in as we dive into the exhilarating world of Formula One. All right, how's it going, guys?
2: It's good. It's good. I uh I didn't watch the entire race. I yeah. should have started off with that.
1: No need. <laughs> yeah. No need to ask.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that that's yeah. our three avid listeners are shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's you know I'm I did watch yeah. the race. I watched a, a little bit of the highlights of the qualifying off YouTube. So like you know, hey, baby steps, right?
1: Yeah. No, I hear you. So, being completely honest, this is the second time we've had to start the podcast over. So we we talked for a minute. But Ben had mentioned that uh, that it was slow. You you thought it was slow, Ben?
2: Yeah, so for me, it was... So I don't know what fast would look like. I guess what I meant was the action was slow, right? Because it's like, it didn't have a lot of... It it just didn't feel like a lot of straightaways. And I don't know what it looks like normally, of course. But it felt like we constantly were slowing down to make a turn. And then nothing could happen because everyone had to slow down to, I don't know...
1: Like that hairpin, the hairpin... They're so slow, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: There's like no. basically one spot that you can go through a tunnel and speed up.
1: I think that's about right. I mean, honestly, that's that's Monaco in a nutshell. Qualifying was super exciting because they, you know, they stay out of each other's way, or at least they try to. Oh, they guy hit the wall. That that was exciting. Yeah, the rain. Once the rain happened. popped out, yeah. oh yeah, the sort
2: of sure. on the wall a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
0: What'd you think, Nick? Uh, I was gonna ask if you watched the rainy part. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. so that was. Yeah, until it rained, it was pretty boring. Uh, but I think it all happened in qualifying. Qualifying was awesome. I think we should dive into that. Cause... All
1: right, sweet. So, all right, well, so just a quick recap then. I know you guys, uh, let's see, for for P1, Albon had a little crash, banged his knees. Signs won that one. P2, Signs had a crash, uh, I think just as a front right wheel. And then uh, P3, oh, yeah. So this was cool. Uh, you guys missed Hamilton's car getting lifted up and showing everybody the, uh, the floor. Did you see any yeah. pictures of that? So, I did. did
0: and I know we'll get into that more with another team. Yeah. <laughs> In your opinion, how impactful is that? Do the teams don't not really see each other's floors? Like, I, I saw the so. internet go crazy about it, and I know it's a big deal, but I was like, "Is, that, I is think
1: that really a deal or what?" You know? I think that's one of those places that people assume Red Bull is like super doing super well, and and I think it proved that they are. To be honest with you, so so yeah, Ham- we saw Hamilton's floor when it lifted up. Everybody got great pictures, and then the same thing happened to Perez in qualifying. You won turn one, boom, he's out. So everybody saw Red Bull's
0: floor as well. Hmm. Do you really think that like Mercedes didn't know what was on the underside of Red Bull?
1: No, I do. I do think they didn't know. Uh, I mean, like at what point would you know? You know what I mean? I, on, You know, the FIA would have to have seen it, right? To approve the designs and everything. But, you know, uh, I'm not going to put it out of the possibility that it would be passed along to Mercedes. But it certainly wouldn't be like a sporting legal thing, you know? So I no, I don't think they'd seen it. How quick could you turn your underside around? Oh man, that's a good question because it's like, that's a, a whole lot of carbon fiber. That's a lot, like, I don't know, that's a, that's a big piece to develop, but they can immediately, you know, take a look at what they design, try to figure out, you know, I, I read a thing that a dude, a dude said, oh, it's too three dimensional to, to be a, a good judge. Like even with the 2d pictures, it's so three dimensional and weird that, you know, it'd be hard to copy. I don't think that's true though. Uh, because I feel like if anything, you'd at least be able to get a general idea seeing it and, and have a starting base to like throw it into the wind tunnel and start messing with it from there. Yeah. Well, in technology these days, yeah. something could read
0: depth based on shadows and
1: with, with all of the different like angles, that. like you pull a few different angles of like the thousands of people that took pictures of it. You could probably put together a, a relatively decent model. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm great. Yeah. Anyways, qualifying though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: The Prez the Brez crash was pretty uh, wild. Just started out, you know, early Yeah,
1: um, yeah. You know, he won last year, and so they they were head to head. And I think at this point now, it's I, I think he's it's hard to come back from that. Bit. Yeah, it's true. Unless Max has a DNF or something, but yeah, I think he so almost uh, needs like two. That was a bummer. And then it put him at the back of the grid for the next day. So you know, they we didn't really get to a fight with those two either. So there really wasn't wasn't much action up front. You know. Interesting race strategy they took with Perez, though.
0: Talking about running into a barrier? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's like a really smart strategy to me. You never know.
1: <laughs> so let's see. So Q3 was awesome. I think at one point, Ocon, Ocon I, I, I can't say his name. Ocon, will say. Uh, Esteban Ocon had, had pole, then Leclerc, then Alonso, and then with like, you know, half a second, or well, you know, as the last car coming over the line, Max nabbed it from him so I don't know I was out of my seat that was pretty freaking exciting did you get to watch that part Ben
2: uh maybe I don't really know what I'm watching yet
1: to be honest yeah yeah I get it I get it I I mean I watched a bunch of cars dover Nick did you do the timing page did you have the timing page up I did not on this one but that really helps me so the f1 the f1 tv app has that separate page you can log in on like your ipad or something and it shows you each sector by sector. I think it's even like turn by turn. There's like small individual bits in inside the sectors. And it shows you, you know, yellow, green, or purple. And so you can see who's on a flyer and who's, who's backing off. So you're not watching the TV like, ah, are they going fast or are they not going fast? You know what I mean? It's interesting to
0: me that people can go yellow through a sector and still come out on top. Like Max that was my last one. I know it. Yeah, I yeah. know it's hard to do, but yeah. it's like sometimes
1: it's like, oh, well, he's yellow. There's no way, and all of a sudden they come out. You know, so, just, so Ben, bye. the tracks are generally broken up into three sectors on the timing. When you're looking at, especially in qualifying, they'll show you like, oh, he went yellow in sector one. You know, the announcers will say, or he went purple. So yellow is you didn't beat your personal best in that sector. Green is a personal best in that sector. And then purple is uh, best of everyone. So purple's best. Green is personal best. And yellow is just whatever. When you hear that. I miss this little Claire penalty. Q- yeah. So that was after. Yeah. So Norris. and So McLaren had to work really hard. Norris crashed in, I guess, Q2. And they were trying to get it out for Q3 or something like that. Maybe he crashed, crashed in practice. I, no, it must have been Q2. So he's coming out. They fix his front suspension. And they get him out for one run at the end of Q3. Like, boom, that's it. Got the car onto the track with just enough time. And as they're coming through the tunnel, there's a good clip of it. Ferrari didn't tell Leclerc that that Norris was coming up on him, so he wasn't able to get out of the way. I mean, those mirrors are so tiny and so out of the way. So he, he impeded him. Stewards gave him a three-place grid penalty, so that's why he started sixth. That's a hard spot on the track. Well, and as, there's no way that that he would have known. It, that's, that's a responsibility of his race engineer and his team, and that's just another you know, Ferrari fuck up, boom. You know, it's going to happen every race. That was definitely their one this race.
0: Can't get out of their way. Because right, you come out of the tunnel and hit that chicane, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. I have that right. Yeah. And like, how many times do you see people blow through the chicane? You know, it just happens.
1: Yeah. You, you miss that breaking point. You lock it's up. Chicane. And Good question, Ben. <laughs> so chicane is, uh, you'll see a lot of places just like a big, long straight, and then just like a quick left and a quick right, or a quick right and quick left, just, you know, a zigzag. They call that a chicane it's usually put in a long straight to like slow them down right so monza in particular is, is famous for having a chicane where there didn't used to be one because these cars are just too damn fast uh, and it would be dangerous and you know they, they want to keep it
2: isn't that the sort of the fun though
1: yeah i know i guess there's a limit though you know you, yeah there's a there's a safety factor
2: people's lives are at risk uh right? details, details. Yeah.
1: yeah so leclerc got the three pace grid penalty where did he start then? I must have Six, really man.
0: blanked out on that.
1: Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Is that the one yeah.
2: from uh, who was the French guy that that placed third?
1: Esteban Ocon. Ocon.
2: Ocon, Ocon. Yeah, he was really excited about that. We'll talk. about <laughs>
1: <Yeah, I> did. <laughs> he was way too excited, man. He was not acting. I mean, whatever. I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna for But whoa, he, whoa. he did not act as if oh. he had been there. <laughs>
0: let's move to race because I want to talk about Ocon All right, yeah yeah tell me about yeah what you think about the race I mean yeah outside outside of the rain it was pretty bad I was actually gonna say uh, Ocon by him starting so high on the grid really just became a plug throughout the race it felt yeah, you know if you get around him yeah he just fell behind
1: and no one could get around him you know the time differentials were like Max is 11 seconds ahead and then or you know something like that Alonzo 20 seconds ahead of Ocon and then everybody's like one second behind in intervals yeah. behind Ocon I was like yeah he was the well, bottleneck for sure and Russell was uh, on the
0: radio kind of chirping about being stuck behind Hamilton but it was like he's stuck behind Ocon but he's got no you know, business do. talking you, you saw what he did. <laughs> No, what do you... Oh, I got... Yeah, so
1: in the right... Okay. So oh, yeah, look. yeah. Out of the chicane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. He, he locks up behind... Who was it? Uh, Magnuson or, or Hulkenberg, one of the Haas guys, I think, locked... Oh no, uh, whatever. Somebody locked up. Russell took his eye off the ball and uh, and locked up as well and went, went <laughs> flying into the road and then rejoins right in front of Perez and Perez just nails him. And he got he got a five-second penalty for that. But, yeah, he's got no no business. Yeah. yeah, he had, he had a rough race, I think. Yeah, But right. I think Hamilton was slowing him down, to be honest with you. Like, he was coming up on him, and Hamilton wasn't getting it done. So, you know, it's a valid ask. But I don't think in Monaco they're going to win. Isn't that
2: sort of like the point? Like, if you're Hamilton, and pardon my rookie ignorance here, don't you want to slow the guy down behind
1: you? Well, yeah, but it's his teammate. So uh, sometimes, yeah, team yeah. yeah. So they're both the Mercedes drivers. I
2: got gotcha. That makes sense. That, that's how little I know.
0: Hamilton ended up with the fastest lap? He
1: did. Yes.
2: He got one point. He, I he, he got it. A... F1 fans, but when you get the fastest <laughs> lap, you get a point.
1: Yeah, look at that.
0: Nice. He got that early. It was that's coming out of the pits, right? They released him from the pit at the right, right. time. So and he was having the like lap. I think it was like a minute or less. And so that's what I was going to say. Is like I get it was a different point of the race, the whole thing. But given the fact that he might have been holding up Russell. It's like he did have the fastest
1: lap. Yeah. There was that yeah. race. He just got plugged up, you know? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, he just couldn't pass him.
0: As you were saying earlier, though, Ocon and third, he <laughs> shot the bottle
1: early, didn't he? Ocon? Yeah, he did. He picked he up the bottle. Uh, yeah, I busted it off too quick. But anyway, the rain hit. The <laughs> rain hit. Everything went crazy. <laughs> did you see Stroll go uh, ping-ponging back and forth between the walls? Yeah.
0: Dude, the rain the rain was the best part. There was yeah, like for sure. so much happened and became so point. close to a big incident, but did not turn it
1: on. Yeah. I'm amazed good. there was no safety car, no red flag, no nothing. Which would have like helped out so much, but yeah. it was what it was. So we end up with, of course, Verstappen, Alonzo, and Ocon, Esteban Ocon on the podium. sd Bestie. Did you see him say that?
2: Esty-besty. Did he really say that?
1: Yeah, in his in his post race interview, he's the first one to get interviewed because he's third, and and he like whoever was doing the interviews asked him a legitimate question, and he just he just, oh, besty Basti back on the podium, yeah. <laughs> is that his first podium? I don't think so. No, I don't know. I'd have to look it up.
0: Ocon oh, has three podiums. As a uh,
2: as an American though, I will say that was really disheartening for the sport because it's just like I don't like it is so weird to see that. You know, we don't celebrate not winning here, you know? And I think it's a different sport. He went hard on it. It'd be one thing if he was, like... It's a big deal, home.
1: though. Like, there's only... There's is
2: only he the one he who's originally ready. from there?
1: He's from close. No, no, Leclerc is actually from Monaco. Uh Ocon is from nearby. He's from southern France, so, like...
2: It was Leclerc or whatever who was from there. It's just... I'm all for celebrating, and I get it's a big deal, and it's not the same, right? Like It's not like soccer where they all have the same ball and the same pitch and everything. Right. Yeah, he just went so fucking
1: hard on It's me. also like their goals are different. For instance, last year, Haas, or maybe it was a couple of years ago, I don't know, but uh, Kevin Magnuson came back for Haas, and he got pole. Yeah, he got pole, and it was such a crazy, amazing psychopath. I mean, he didn't win the race. He didn't get on the podium. He didn't do anything in the race, you know, he dropped back like crazy because he was driving a Haas, but... You got to look back at the YouTube videos of the celebration he did in garage. He gets up on the car and is like going nuts, you know, because the expectation for one team is at a certain place. The expectation for another is is a, is at a different place. Nick, you probably at the beginning of the year with with Mercedes taking a dump earlier this year went from the bomb, you know, or at least competing to just having a trash car, and they had to issue that apology. So you know, they there's there's a set expectation for each team. Alpine getting on the podium was a huge deal and uh, Okan, basically he out drove the car, you know, that's why he was so excited And he just qualified great and plugged up
0: the race for the hat Alright,
1: so I think that's, that was Monaco Let's see what other, what other nonsense happened, Alonzo pit right before the rain, that was a bad idea, Magnussen retired that was one of the Haas, and then Lance Stroll spun off, we talked about him ping ponging. so Monaco Ben, not your favorite I guess
2: I mean, it technically is because it's the only one I've ever watched,
0: but not a gracious <laughs> race. Yeah, not yeah. a gracious well, race. It wasn't terrible,
1: but yeah, it, was, it wasn't great. The, the rain is really all.
0: I, it... I will, I will say the the
2: Frenchy that got really excited at the end. Um, See, <laughs> I've sort of like gone back and forth on whether I really love him because he like showed so much expression. And how uh, excited he was. Yeah, yeah. Or if I really hate him. Like, but I also, like, you know, act like right. you've been there, you know? Yeah, like I cannot decide if I want to like cheer for him and be like, oh, that's really cute. If it's like a dog without a third or fourth leg. Like, or if I want to be like, oh man, we should put that dog down. A third
0: or, or a fourth th- leg. <laughs> one, one of the two. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Let's talk about our predictions. Yeah. I love birds. How they went. Oh, yeah. How did our predictions go? Everybody I predicted did not hit the top three. Yeah.
2: So I had the worst prediction. I'm pretty sure I picked Verstappen to win it, right?
1: I forgot who they were. Yeah. Verstappen, we both picked to win. I think I had Alonzo second and LeClaire third.
2: I had uh, the dude who looks up. Uh, Lando. I, I think the dude who. Uh, yeah. Lando, whatever. It, I think I had him as third. I don't remember who I had second.
0: We'll write it down this week. Yeah. So next yeah, week. Yeah. How, yeah we'll have to take it. What'd you think of McLaren's uh, lip? Oh, I like it. Did you? Something different. I, I don't like their normal ones. So I like. It. Oh, really? I like the orange one. I actually, I have the Lego McLaren Lego
1: Technic thing on my my mantle.
0: The normal one's like fine. It's good, I guess. But I like mixing something up.
1: Yeah, yeah something I, I think it's a little the quote triple crown. I think that's a little like uh, yeah self,
0: but you know, I don't, I don't know. Well, and when you're. Like the worst car on the grid. It's
1: yeah, hard. they got no business being like, we've won it all. Be like, okay, well, step it up then, you know? Yeah, right. Anyway, so, you know, I got two out of three. I just didn't get Leclerc. I was close to the though Yeah. I got
0: Verstappen and Alonso. Get... When's Alonso going to win one? Oh, man. You
1: think it's going to happen?
0: It has to, right? I don't
1: know. It's got to so look like it. Everything's got to line up, though. There has to be so a, a DNF, and there has to be maybe a qualifying problem like Perez had. But even then, you saw what happened when Max started 15th. Max started 15th a few races ago, and it was just a, a slight hindrance. I just like that
0: there has to be a DNF for Max to not win. Yeah, dude. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a
1: badass car and a machine of a driver.
0: Well, and if Max DNFs, Checo is still probably winning. Well, absolutely. So you need two you need two
1: issues, problems so, yeah, yeah yeah all right so why don't you take uh we did the first five teams we had a little switch yeah. actually mclaren was fifth i think or sixth well uh, either way mclaren went down and alpine went up but we're going to hit alpine instead of mclaren this time so why don't you take alpine All right. right alpine yeah ocon and gasly are the two drivers
0: gasly moved there this year from uh, alpha tauri which was cool. I don't know. I, I liked him on Tower, yeah. even though it didn't really give him a shot at anything. I like he's Um, a good dude. He's got a very interesting career to dive into at some point. Race for Red Bull at the time. Got moved down to Tower. Won the first race back, I want to say, or one of the early races. And Monza, I he, in Monza. He won Monza. Yeah. Ocon, I don't know a lot about him. <laughs> he just won uh, third in Monaco. Yeah, outside of that. and He's was from the run.
2: south of France.
0: He, I, like, he's good. He's just kind of in a
1: silent, he's well, a consistent dude. He's one of those dudes like Hamilton that they say, you know, is one of the, like, rags to riches sort of guys. He's not a pay driver for sure. I think there's stories of, like, his family living in RVs, you know, selling the house and living in RVs to go to all the karting events that he was going to. So I think, you know, he kind of worked his way up. But he's a he's a consistent dude. I just, I think that's
0: probably. Well, him. he's been with Alpine previously, Renault, for
1: years, right? I, oh, man. Who was with? Or did uh, he leave for a while? I don't remember where he was. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, so they rounded out their their all French lineup this year. They're Ocon and, and Gasly. You might like Gasly, uh, Ben.
0: Check him out on the IG. You'll like him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who is it? Pierre Gasly.
1: Let's move forward with Steiner's team. Yeah, Günther Steiner uh, Haas. So this Ben, everybody considers Haas the American team because they're owned by an American company. They have, I guess, some offices in like North Carolina, but most of their stuff is over in England. That's where where most of the teams are based. But their two drivers are Kevin Magnuson and Nico Hulkenberg.
2: Yeah, they have a, a German and a Swede though. He's Danish. Whatever.
1: I'm going I'm gonna, I'm I'm. I think he's I don't, Danish. I don't think I don't think this podcast is in Europe. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. He actually, Magnuson used to drive for Haas. Then he got booted out for a Russian oligarch's son, Nikita Mazepin, who was just the worst. Like you want a you want a villain. That dude was the worst. So get out the car. Dude, what a piece of shit that dude was. I, I'm not, you know, I'll say it. He he paid to get in there and he, now he's whining cause he's out but anyway. So yeah. So he came back after, after getting booted out. Then Hulkenberg, this is really funny. Hulkenberg's kind of been a reserve guy. He was reserved for Renault, I think last year. And he's, he's bounced around a bit, but, there's a, a really good clip of an interview that Magnuson is doing, and he must have you know done something to to Hulkenberg during the race. Hulkenberg comes up from behind him during this interview, and, and he taps him on the shoulder and goes, all right, most unsporting driver on the grid. And without missing a beat, Magnuson turns around and says, suck my balls, mate, on on live TV. And he just like stomps off. You got to look that one up. It's a pretty good one. But now it they works. drive on the same team. They were, yeah, I was gonna say, they're on different teams when that happened, right? Yeah, I think, I think Hulkenberg was at Renault and uh Magnussen was at Haas. Yeah, yeah, all right.
0: Then we got Alfa Romeo.
1: Yeah, again,
0: I don't have a lot to say here. Valtteri Botas uh, used to be Hamilton's guy on yep. Mercedes yep. and was quite honestly a great second so kind of the whole Checo over staffing kind of thing again. Uh, my bad comparison, but um, close well, to be, it before uh, Max was a dick, yeah. <laughs> So anyways, uh, Botas has moved to Alfa Romeo in the past few years, kind of because he's and later on in his season, I think also sort of wanted a chance to see what it'd be like to be the number one guy on the team. Try something out different for a while. Botas moved on from...
1: Um, from Mercedes. Mercedes. He was Mercedes. at Mercedes when they were dominant. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you, that's part of like his reawakening sort of thing. Like, I think he has become one of the craziest dudes on the grid, where before he was very... In interviews, he's talked about being like super hyper-focused, and he starved himself and things like that. But you'll see on his Instagram, he does bike races all over the place, and he cut it into, his hair into this sweet mullet. Yeah, he's a pretty cool yeah, thing to think.
2: Yeah, I mean, he sort of uh, seemed to change up his entire life there. Yeah. Some might
0: say. It's Joe Yu. Yep, yep. Uh, honestly, don't know a lot about him. He's kind of a quiet driver, but he had that insane car crash last year. Oh, yeah. Where his car ended up upside down, sliding down the track hitting or flipping before he, the um, the wall, and his car settled between the wall and the fence where the fans were outside the wall. So it took them a good like, probably 10 minutes. to They they were able to get to him, saw that he was okay, but to get him out
1: of the car was probably 6 to 10 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's one of the few times... That's a long period of time. That's one of those times you see the crash, and you're like, oh, shit, is he alive? Uh, like, you immediately, yeah. your, your stomach drops. You're like, oh, my God, that was terrible and he was unharmed which is a crazy testament to these sa- safety cells that they put him in and that halo that big funky u-shaped deal uh, above him without that he'd have been gone man.
0: and notably george russell kind of was involved with the accident he parked his car got yes. out and ran over to the wall to check out him which was very yeah kind yeah but then there was a whole drama around whether he could restart the
1: but he's, he, he hasn't dropped off hard. he's not there's no like oh Joe is so bad no he's he's good and actually I don't know if you guys saw when he was coming into the uh the paddock there was pictures of him dressing it up uh, like Lewis he got some drip on it was uh it's pretty good he's, he'll have a race yeah a I race. think he's doing all right yeah so alphatari yeah. oh that's me I guess yeah so they're in ninth now their two drivers are Yuki sonoda
2: and dude Five foot three.
1: Yuki is the shit. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, I love Yuki. It, oh, like, he's such a tiny man. He is man. Yeah. And so he's Japanese. He started in twenty twenty one, and sure. like he had this meteoric rise. He only had I think like four seasons, uh, four years of competitive racing before getting into F one, something like that. Uh, so like the crazy fast launch into F one. But he's part of the Red Bull drivers program, which you'll you'll hear a lot of that stuff in. Red Bull has. A driver's training program Sort of Ferrari But all these Max Max Verstappen Sebastian Vettel Was a, a old champion He was part of it Daniel Ricciardo The third dude from McLaren We talked about Now at Third at Red Bull So Yuki is one of these Yuki is a Red Bull Trainee And they're talking about him Being like the future Red Bull driver But anyway He's awesome He had a really a Funny radio message uh, In Monaco It <laughs> was They were telling him To pick up the pace And he, he Basically He came on It was like I would, but these brakes suck. <laughs> he, was, he was pissed at him. He's hilarious. He curses. Say,
0: like, are you trying to kill me at some point? Yeah, yeah. I love Yuki, man. I'm gonna put those in the interest. Uh, I Drive to Survive. At one point, they did a whole bit on him just not wanting to work
1: out. Yeah, become so an F1 driver, just him complaining, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Apparently, this year is the year he he kind of stepped up and he's starting to you know push harder. Yeah, I think that was well, last year. He they made him move to Italy because he didn't want to work out. Quite honestly, if he
0: hadn't pushed a little, been a little more serious this year, I think you would start to question his abilities and his uh, oh, dedication sure. to the sport. It's been yeah, funny, but yeah, yeah. but if you're in charge of the team, it's not funny when your guy doesn't want to go for a run to get
1: what You got to do, yeah. So yeah, at the beginning of the season, in fact, even last season, when Nick DeVries announced that he was going to AlphaTauri, he was talking about how he was going to be the principal, you know, in these interviews, oh, I'm, I'm planning on, you know, trying to be the number one driver. Yeah, basically Yuki put a stomp to that. So Nick DeVries, speaking of him, he's a rookie, Ben. So he's the other driver at Alpha Tower, he's Dutch, and he was the third driver at Mercedes last
2: year. He's five foot six. Yeah, these bring
1: you these people. Tiny dudes. They gotta fit in that car. Yeah. So he's a rookie and he is not doing well. I know we talked about it last week, but they basically told him put up or shut up if you're not done in, in three races they gave him to fix his business, or else he's he's looking at the rough end of a stick. Alex Albon is, again, another one of these Red Bull drivers. Red Bull trains drivers that are just great. And Alex is one of these He drivers. sits for one. I dig him. He is tall. Esteban Ocon, also tall. So Albon was also a Red Bull driver. He replaced Gasly or the other way around, one of the two. But they were the two drivers in one season that couldn't keep up with Max. But Alex was the third driver last season for Red Bull. And they all thanked him a whole bunch. Apparently, he did a whole lot of work with like the setup in the simulator during the races and stuff. So anyway, he's at Williams now. And he's awesome. He's a great driver. He's just in a shitty car. And then Logan Sargent, the rookie American kid, that's kinda oh. like, you know, if you want to root for an American, there you go. There's oh. your guy. No,
2: he's he's my dude. Did you know? Yeah, he's
1: terrible though. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. At fifteen, he was the first American to win an FIA carding world championship since nineteen seventy eight.
1: I believe that, but I think that's just because there's no American <laughs> Americans are bad. We don't we don't participate. It's yeah. like an American being good at cricket. Right. It's like, oh, that's crazy because Americans don't play cricket. Uh, Albin and Sargent are are at Williams.
2: Why why is he bad? Or is it just his car sucks?
1: Well, I think it's a combination of. uh, I think he was brought in um, a lot of the reason he was brought in because he's American. And it's not a bad idea, you know, because the American market, you know, just exploded with F1 and there was no American driver. So, you know, the marketing potential is huge, I'm sure. And he was on. I'm sure there's like a list of potential drivers that F1 teams, you know, are looking at.
2: I'm looking at his GQ article right now, and it's hilarious. The photos in it.
1: How old is he?
2: Do you have an age on him? Twenty-two.
1: Twenty-two. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Logan Surgeon is a twenty-two-year-old American male. He has blonde hair, light eyes, a square jaw, and the sort of glinting, crooked grin that will prove a threat to safe-feeling boyfriends <laughs> on several continents. Right oh All right. <laughs> <laughs> that is what GQ wrote <laughs> right, about this. John, guy. That's, <laughs> that's a bit of an exaggeration. He's a, I'm not gonna lie, he is a handsome guy
1: yeah all
2: right yeah i mean look at the photos on gq sports and if you disagree just-
1: i mean i know what he looks like yeah i don't know i think he's a regular looking dude i think i'm gonna be honest with you i think leclerc is a good looking dude everybody talks about it you know but i that's a good
2: all right, dude. top three dudes you'd want to fucking f1 go
1: yeah <laughs> yeah leclerc signs alonso done all right so wait so that's all the drivers man so that's that's everybody that's all teams all the drivers Anybody the, of the ones that we just mentioned pique your interest?
2: Well, I, mean, I, I mean, I like the American because I'm, Amer- you know, like it makes sense. Like yeah. I said earlier, it's, yeah, he's bad. I get it. Like he's, he's literally at the bottom of the, I don't know what you call it, but the rankings, the standings right now. I don't know what it's called, but either yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, none of them really, like Perez, I like because, you know, there's, yeah. he's Mexico, it's like America, sort of, but South. Yeah. Okay. But I don't love the Red Bull connection. Like he's he's almost too good to cheer for.
1: Well, yeah. Any if you don't yeah. cheer for either Max or Checo, then there's you know, some winning, which is fine. Yeah. Like that's not a problem. But that's part of the deal. Is you have an expectation, yeah. you set it, and then like if you surpass it, then it's
2: good. Yeah, I mean there are three people who have more than one podium so far this year. It's Alonso, Perez, and Verstappen.
0: Yeah, two of the three are Red Bull. Yeah, Barcelona. Let's yeah, Barcelona. Sweet. I'm excited to talk about this one. Right. So, Ben,
1: you're a Barcelona kind of guy, right?
2: Yeah, I, I I went there once, so I like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. The the Circuit du Barcelona, Catalonia. I'll throw out some stats here. It's 4.675 kilometers long, 16 turns, 7 left, 9 right. The longest straight is one, uh just over one kilometer. Let's see. It's generally regarded as a, so it's a high speed, tough cornering track. So it's got a lot of, sorry, a lot of different corner speeds, fast corners, medium corners, slow corners, but because it's got a lot of fast corners, it wears on the tires pretty good. So it'll probably be like a two stop situation. So it'll be some interesting strategy. Yeah. You got anything? Uh, what do what do you got, Ben? I mean, sorry, Nick, not likely for
0: red flags or yellow flags, right? This will be more of a, I once guess. you're going, you're going and speed of the car is going to be a, an important factor. Yeah strategy. Uh, strategy yeah strategy strategy will I think it's
1: a big one they'll be overtaking because it's a purpose-built racetrack it's not a street track or anything so there should be overtaking. Right. something i put a lot of stock in is like who can make
0: their tires last the longest
1: yeah perform to that and some guys can do it some can't and for a two-stopper that's that's part of the deal man if like if you can transform a two-stopper into one stopper ooh, that's great yeah pr- usually not possible but you know sometimes it happens or just hit some sauce
0: at the end of the race you know just long enough that you're and at the end of the race.
1: Yep. I remember a couple of races ago, maybe last race, Perez and Verstappen were on opposite strategies, hard in the beginning or medium in the beginning, one of those, and soft at the end versus soft at the beginning and, and hard at the end. And Perez was on the hards at the end, whereas Max had just switched to the softs or the mediums, whatever the quicker tires were. They were the same exact tires for almost the same exact lap, lap times, but because Max was on those fresher, faster tires, Later in the race, he was able to overtake Perez. So, like, strategy does make a difference. Yeah, I remember that. It was shocking. Yeah, I'm reading your weather here. I can look it up. Oh, the pit lane time loss. Uh, they're saying it's 19.6 seconds. You know, and I, they had announced at one point when Hamilton came out in Monaco that it was like a 24 second stop, and it was only like three. There's 24 second pit loss with like a three second stop. And I'm thinking to myself, wasn't it supposed to be like 16 seconds? Anyway, I, I I don't know how accurate those are,
0: so we'll see. So, we are six days out from the race, so take this with a grain of salt. Right. 60% chance of rain. Well, which day? So that could make on Sunday. What about Friday, Saturday? Sa- Saturday, Friday, Saturday are partly cloudy. Okay. 75, 77, 75. So, 65. temps are decent, but race day, you put some... The camps oh, are always decent in
2: Barcelona, days. beautiful place.
1: <laughs> what did you like about Barcelona?
2: It was honestly, it's on the water. It's beautiful. It's just uh, the weather's very nice. You get that sort of ocean breeze. So, Sweet. yeah, uh, nice. it's, it's a really, really cool spot. Like you know, architecture man. was dope. Um, also, I had to Google this because I don't speak uh, metric, but it's 190 miles is how long this race is. Uh, total, you know, 66 laps. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, two points, some odd miles, which uh, if you left New York City would get you to Baltimore, Maryland, but not Boston. <laughs> so just so you know, Baltimore's right. closer to New York City than Boston. All right. That's a good perspective. So yeah,
1: it's a good uh, good uh, relative.
2: I'm bringing relative in, in all audiences. audience. Yeah, audience. Yeah. I honestly, I'm glad I looked it up because I didn't realize how short the tracks are. Couple of miles.
1: Monica was extra short, but this one will be this is a normal length. So they, they have a thing that will be more of a factor this time around, and that's DRS, drag reduction system. That's a pretty quick and easy, quick, dirty one. You wanna you wanna fill bin in on DRS, Nick? Yeah. So it is on the rear
0: wing spoiler of the cars. They it have flips, a device that flips up and down. Flips ups and down. Yeah. So if you're within a second, I believe it is, yep. of the car in front of you within the DRS zones, it will then trigger you when you hit... Uh, I'm probably saying it wrong. There's, you gotta just, it.
1: You, you have to hit the button. Right, but is there a specific area you have to be within one second of? Isn't yeah. there on the track? Yeah. There and is it in a, between the DRS the zones? There's a detection zone. So if yeah. you go through the detection zone and you're within one second of the dude in front of you, you're allowed to use the DRS. And then you trigger
0: it when you're in the zone. Usually it's like a straightaway or something where you can yeah. just kind of sling it. Yeah, and it, it's shocking how much of a difference it makes. You yeah. watch someone with DRS, and they will just go whipping by the person without yeah. it. Well,
2: it's just it's just drag, right? It's just aerodynamics.
1: That's it. So the whole idea is that the the rear wing is giving you a whole lot of downforce, and on a straight, when you're not turning, you don't yeah, need that.
2: Downforce. Flip that thing up. Yeah. Or down. Flip it
1: open it. Yeah. Let's air through. You're not getting as much downforce, so you get to you know less drag. Boom. There you go. So the whole idea though is because these cars. When you get close to another car, you're in what they call "dirty air," right? And your aerodynamics do not work as well. So, following someone through a corner real close really screws up your aerodynamics, which drops you back from them. And then on the straight, you wouldn't be able to pass them. Whereas, like if you're you're real close trying to pass somebody and you didn't have this DRS, it would be really really tough. So they they put this in to make yeah, up for that little bit of loss that you get. Following
2: yeah, them. it's basically a boost. You know, okay. it's a little. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, but it, apparently the FIA. Estimates the speed increase to be 6.2 to 7.5 miles per hour, or 10, 10 to 12 north. kilometers an hour. And with, um, with
1: Red Bull this year, it's even more.
2: Yeah, some people are, apparently, some people say it's a little less than that, like 45 kilometers an hour, but still.
1: So, yeah, you'll, they, I'm sure they'll say it, because this is a track where they'll, the DRS will be a thing.
2: Oh, there's two, I see it, DRS Detection Zone 1, and Desected to the... That makes sense, because basically you see it, and then as it hits the curve, you've detected it, and you can hit the straightaway and be like yeah. on, off, whatever.
1: And you do got to turn it on. The driver does have to hit the button. There was a time when Max, like, was hitting the button and it wouldn't go and he got pissed off on the radio. He was like, I'm hitting the fucking button. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was pretty good. blocked right, yeah. in, Yeah. So, all right. Predictions for Barcelona?
2: We got to write these
1: down this time. I know, yeah. Better hope I don't miss one.
2: I, I, got, I got my predictions. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, I, here's my thought on this, right? So... We've been talking about and obviously I know fucking shit from shit.
1: Hey, but you will learn.
2: We've been talking about Alonzo's do a is. little bit. And in he's home, Spanish. Home home course. And mm-hmm. that worked yeah. out last week with the Frenchy dude freaking out for third place. Alonzo <laughs> got second this week. So Ipso facto, he's coming in first.
1: All right, okay.
0: All right, how about two or three? Dang it. You took mine.
2: You were going to say ipso facto? I don't believe it.
1: <laughs> what about two and three?
2: Who's your... You want me to go through all three? I'll, I mean, I'll go Alonso, Verstappen, and Perez. I'll keep it pretty... That's positive, yeah. literally what I was going to say. You want me to throw an extra one in there? You want me to... Uh, fifth no. place will be Sargent.
0: No, no, I'll <laughs> go... Uh, we'll get, I'll we'll go... It, fourth place. Hamilton. Alonzo Ham- Alonso Perez. I'm, I'm, my goal oh. is to just completely get them all wrong the entire year. <laughs> yeah. So but if Hamilton we all think Max at first, it sucks. So yeah.
1: It he,
2: good, he, but he sort of he does do it. It seems.
1: The Hamilton, the Mercedes upgrades are going to be a big big deal, huh? Do that new floor. That good good, new insane. floor. Everybody <laughs> saw it, man. <laughs> so Ben, I know we, we touched on it last week, but Mercedes are
2: the they little egg pod tanks, right? And they fucked it up.
1: Yeah, they completely changed their whole design, and that they—that's what they brought to Monaco. Was it's not really made for Monaco, so Barcelona is really the first time we're gonna see its abilities. They're, they're notorious sandbaggers, so then they've been talking it down for the past two weeks. So I think they're sandbagging, and I think you're right. I think it's gonna be a pretty big step up, especially judging by how well they did in Monaco.
2: Can we also have you? Have you made your predictions yet, Richard?
1: No. So all right. So I'll do. Uh, nobody else Pick the boring ones.
0: Max so the first,
1: Jaco in second. Alonzo in third, but is that how it's going to be? Because that sucks, I man. I hope it's not like that the rest of the season. That that's just uh, what a bummer that will be. You know, I really hope somebody steps up. I'll do. I'll. I will do Max first because I mean, I of course, he's going to get first. I don't know. Perez is. I'm gonna put Perez third and second. I'll go with
2: <laughs> going Better put your balls out there, Ricky.
1: No, I'm gonna go sign. I want go to go science back. because guess what? It's also a home race.
2: For He's Carly Spanish, yeah, I did it.
1: But it's, what were the three? So Max signs uh, Paris.
2: Now here was going to be my point on science. He's Ferrari. Yeah. So is. I, I, any any good F one fan like myself knows Ferrari always fucks it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they also have the <laughs> biggest and most passionate following of all teams, and
2: they have like. So, Decent Ferrari is Ferrari's like the coolest car. Like, if you just, like, asked a, a nobody on the streets, like, Did Red you see Aston that? Martin, Mercedes, Ferrari, like, everyone's going to be like, oh, Ferrari for sure.
0: The Ferrari on the front of the yacht
1: in Monaco? Yeah, yeah, that was cool.
0: So Monaco.
1: Yeah, cool. exactly. They had to, like, airlift that in or something.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, I, I think we should also predict how Ferrari will fuck it up.
1: <laughs> hmm. That's a good, yeah, as any good F1 fan.
0: There's like two ways, strategy or their car just blows up. Well,
1: of course, they're going to mess up the strategy. <laughs> and, and in a two stopper, come on, they can't get a one stopper right. They got to do a two stop now with two cars. That's four stops. Oh, no. Nah, come on.
0: Ooh, ooh. I got who is the
1: principal that fired last year? Uh, Mattia Bonato.
0: Dude, they should now. Oh, I don't <laughs> know. No, I do think he was in over his head. Here's my he was, oh, guy. he definitely was. He definitely was. But you got to give the guy a year or two to figure. Nah,
1: out. Yeah, I hear you.
2: I, I think if so they have problems with stopping, right? You know, it's you're talking about going into the pits.
1: Yeah, I mean
2: like when to do it.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The strategy so is
2: when use to to a do thought. It. We're going to have two Spanish guys leading late. Like neck and neck, right? We're going to have, don't have don't Alonso know. and Sainz. Yeah, and right. of course we're stopping's right there, right? But like they're they're all already up. over the line. Yeah, and, and signs will somehow decide to go in way too late, and like get knocked way down to like seventh or something from just being real stupid.
1: That's what he did in Monaco. <laughs> he, he was the first one to hit somebody, man. <laughs> Breaked way too late and whacked into the back of well, it's Ocon? I think. Yeah, that was a good one. How about any news or anything like that?
0: Not, not a lot of news other than and yeah, working with uh, Hada in twenty twenty six, which I think is. It's great for Aston, but they're yeah. also doing well right now. So you hate to mess with success. They're not
1: that I guess. Well, you know, there's room for improvement, but... But they have a Mercedes engine. So with with Honda, they're going to be a works team. There's no, like, you know, I don't know what their contract is with with a- or with, uh, Mercedes, but generally, oh, you know what? I don't know if they can turn them down anymore. I don't know if they build them to the same spec. Maybe they're required to build them to the same spec. Ah, I don't know. But they're, they're not the manufacturer of the of the engine so like they don't have any input as to like the shape of the engine the you know where the components go so they have to build around that whereas mercedes designs the engine for their chassis so like honda will design it for them how they want it to be so i think it'll be a step up no matter what but also well honda's done well too so yeah they were with red bull and like it was a whole big thing last year that uh, red bull was courting honda they had like this big thank you honda when we went to suzuka they had like a honda livery and everything and it seems kind of like they put one in the back, you know, left left Red Bull standing at the altar and went over to to the prettier factory. Man, could be good. So, and then even Christian Horner was quoted saying that the they wouldn't have started Red Bull Powertrains if they would have known Honda was going to go to Aston. That Honda was staying in in F one. Oh man, well it's the whole thing.
2: Yeah, it'll be good.
1: All right, so it Barcelona.
2: It's Barcelona. So it's is uh. Is Monaco the only one that's, like, bougie with, like, yachts and shit? Or is, like, Barcelona going to be a bunch of rich, obnoxious folks there, too?
1: I mean, every F1 race.
2: Sure, sure, sure. Obviously. Obviously. uh, And any sporting event, but, like...
0: I I think
1: Miami kind of became a little of that. It's definitely not, like, high... I think Miami is, like, the the American version of Monaco.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think Vegas is going to somewhat like that. I think you're right. Every... Every race has its bougie wine and cheese crowd, but
2: yeah. But what else yeah. do you do? What else do you do in an F one? You're not tailgating with bratwurst for an F
0: one race, Austin man.
1: I was gonna I, say I was. I think I ate a brat in Austin, dude. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. Well, thanks I for tuning in. Fun. We'll see how Barcelona goes. Uh, and then after that, I think we got a little bit of a break. We got at least one. It's just been such a weird season because we've had
0: two races that basically didn't happen. Hey, did they have to call off anything
2: for COVID? I mean, they're in a car. Yeah. That doesn't so, make any no sense.
1: Yeah, well, so right when COVID hit, like in the beginning, they, you know, everybody was was freaking out, and they're right. like, oh.
2: You have a two-week, by the way. There's uh, something called Pirelli Canada, June 16th.
0: Montreal. Yeah. Silver break is after... July
1: 7th. July, after Belgium. July 30th. After Spa. Spa's great. Uh, they, get, they get a whole month. Where they can't touch the car at all. Nobody can do any work during the summer break.
2: Six more races. God, Europe's so much smarter than us.
1: Anyway, know some things. All right. Well, sweet. I'm excited for the race, Ben. You know, you gotta watch this race, buddy.
2: (laughs) It'll be better this week. My goal is to double the amount of laps I watch each time. So, are you sticking
0: um, with Alonso?
2: Yeah, for now. You know, the Barcelona. The you know, it's just let's see where it's at. We'll see.
1: Alright, well we'll see how terrible our predictions are. And we'll talk to you guys after Barcelona.
0: There's something close between my legs, apart from the obvious. Yeah. I'll be proud.
1: Hey, 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 Kiki, hey!
0: I can't look up this time on the death. Can't keep the car behind. Mono, it's on my ass.